Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, Doc, are you busy and broke? Or maybe not broke, but you're busy and broken, overwhelmed, stressed, burned out. Some of you may not be busy enough. Right, you may need more new patients. Some of you are are busy, but not enough patients because you're busy doing the wrong things, and you're broke. Right, I've, I've talked to a lot of chiropractors throughout the country, and there's this definite struggle with too many chiropractors um, not thriving. They're busy, broke, broken, not busy enough, and and ultimately, you know, you you're struggling. And, and my goal is to really get you from busy, broke, or broken to time-free and cash-confident. Uh, you know, I, th- I think it's just the perfect recipe for longevity, for being on for your patients, providing the best care, being able to afford the right team around you, and trying to develop yourself professionally and your practice. And so in today's podcast, I'm going to dive into a handful of things here, about nine that I've earmarked that are getting in the way, right? Getting in the way of our dream outcome when we started this journey of of being a chiropractor and either owning our own practice or someday wanting to own our own practice. And my goal is for chiropractors that are willing to put in the work, willing to learn, um, you know, I willing to have some self-awareness, my dream outcome for you is to have a self-managing practice that is very profitable, a first-class care experience, and allows you to only do the things that you love to do. And that's frankly what you deserve after, you know, eight years of school and all the money invested in the, the time that you've put into this. Now, I know it's not going to be the outcome for everybody. I get it. But I think the ones that really have the intrinsic motivation or desire can achieve that. And so that's why I've been kind of talking about this a lot. And and I know that marketing is a vehicle for that. Business acumen is a vehicle for that. I think clinical competency and being really good clinically is the table stakes for it. Like you have to have that. That's why I do bring on clinical experts or really refer to a lot of great organizations that are helping chiropractors improve that. But at the same time, we have to be able to take that clinical skill and make it efficient and make it a market fit for you and and your patients. And that's kind of been my goal. And so today we're going to dive into some of these problems and ultimately some just thoughts on it, right? And maybe how we can tackle this together. You know, now my goal wasn't to offend anybody by being busy and broke or or broken. You know, it's sometimes a self-reflection. And at a certain point, you have to uncover all, you know, stones and make sure that you're getting the insights you need and and, and even the support. And so let's dive into these 
nine issues and then we'll we'll go from there so these are gonna be the kind of nine problems that i laid out i'm sure there's more uh, but for the sake of condensing it down to something digestible for you that i think will make the most impact on your practice number one is patient acquisition right um, new patients reactivated patients that type of stuff uh, i see that being a, a major problem for a lot of chiropractors and some of the Issues within that is a lot of chiropractors feel like marketing is beneath them or unethical or they're jaded by the the cheesy marketing and, you know, you're a doctor and you shouldn't have to do marketing, right? Seems like a lot of chiropractors are struggling with referrals from patients and, you know, you shouldn't be afraid to, to ask for that. And ultimately, what's that wow factor in your practice to generate a lot of referrals, right? Uh, community outreach, a lot of boots on the ground effort works. I mean, it truly does. If you take any chiropractor that did that consistently or does that consistently, it exponentially grew their practice. And a lot of chiropractors are either not doing any marketing or they think they can build their practice sitting behind the computer screen only. And that's just most likely not going to happen. Yeah, there's some rock stars out there that have gotten huge followings and it's been a boon to their practice but let's assume you're you're not them and uh, you know you, it's going to be a great supplement for your practice to have a good content marketing strategy but it's not the end all be all um, too many of you have not done enough to really position yourself as the expert in the community and being a thought leader you know around health education is a great way of doing that in community outreach public speaking you know shooting videos writing blogs becoming a subject matter expert in certain arenas in your area really go a long way uh, towards that and then lastly you're not doing anything to stay top of mind for your current and past patients so you don't get a lot of reactivations, right? A lot of times we think of practice growth and patient acquisition as new patient marketing, but uh, providing really good content to your existing and past patient base is a phenomenal way to have a consistency of reactivations and even uh, just continual care. You know, what do you call it? Maintenance, performance, wellness, whatever you want to call it, but um, enough people coming in pretty consistently just because they like coming in, it helps them perform, whether it's work, life, sport, right? And so I think those are a big part of why we're struggling with patient acquisition. And so that that's the first one that I wrote down because I knew it's kind of the biggest. Right? The second issue I'm seeing, and I've had some people on the podcast to talk about this, is clinical efficiency, right? Um, spending too much time with patients. You, you think you're in a time-based economy as a chiropractor, but you're in a results-based economy. And so I know a lot of chiropractors that get very clinically efficient and they get the same results, if not better, than the ones that are spending too much time. Um, reference the Brett Winchester podcast I had earlier in the year on this subject. Talked a lot of, a lot of good stuff, right? Like you don't need to throw the kitchen sink at every visit. You can be over-treating your patients during those 30-minute visits. Uh, it may, you know, too good, too much of a good thing for sure. Uh, spacing out what you introduce from care. 
So there's a lot of great um, clinical efficiency nuggets in that particular episode, right? Um, you know, a lot of times my audience, they're rehab-based chiropractors, which is great. We all know the benefits of rehab. One of the downsides is, is rehab takes time. Uh, a lot of you are spending 15 to 30 minutes doing rehab. That's fine if your financial model makes sense. And so the hourly capacity we're seeing as far as what you can make is becoming a problem, right? Like if you're charging $65 and you're spending 30 minutes, that's $130 an hour. And again, I've mentioned before, that is kind of massage therapy money. And we need a whole lot more meat on the bone if we're going to really grow a practice. Patient notes. I've had clients in the past where patient notes were the hindrance of growth because they were getting so backed up. It was eating up all their time in between patients or after patients at home, impacting the relationships. They didn't want any more patient, new patients because they knew there'd be more notes associated with that. So they were kind of secretly sabotaging themselves subconsciously. So that's a, a reality. So patient note efficiency is, is something that we see. Doing too many $20 an hour tasks, right? Um, fun exercise to do if you want to be depressed is start writing down all the $20 an hour tasks you do in your practice and realize if you were not doing that and you were using that time to actually do the things that grow a practice, how much better off you'd be with that, right? You feel like, you know, People are just, you know, coming to you and are really expecting, you know, I talked about it in the time-based economy and the clinical efficiency part is like you, you don't feel like you could get great results in 12 minutes of care, right? I'm just using that number. Uh, I think a lot of times we've gone so far the other direction because, you know, the other side of the profession spends two minutes with patients. And so we overcorrected a little bit. And we ultimately have a hard time being clinically efficient because part of the problem is that you're just not having the profit margin to then be able to invest in team members that can then do some of the clinical you know, care part as far as rehab or modalities or even subjective notes. And so you, you're, you're never in this scenario where other people can help. You don't have a team around you to help you. And so, you you know, like in our practice, the patients are usually here for 30 minutes of care, but the doctor's spending 10 or 12 minutes and they're getting the rest of the care from other uh, providers, not doctors, sorry, I shouldn't say providers, but other assistants or preceptors, things like that. And so you really struggle to get out of that vicious cycle. And so it's hard to be very clinically efficient when you're a lone wolf but then you, it's hard for you to get out of the lone wolf because of a lot of these problems we're, we're digesting here and, and, it, and it becomes just, a, you know, you're kind of chasing your tail a little bit. So that's what we're really trying to solve, okay? And so clinical efficiency is something that we've earmarked as, as a problem to achieving this dream outcome. And therefore, you know, you're, you're busy a lot and you may not even be booked with patients. You might say, I need to see 30% more patients, but I'm so busy because you're doing all these other things and, and you're spending too much time. All right, the third one, and this is something I've recently been talking a lot about is patient adherence. Okay? And so you can reference the episode I just had with Jay Greenstein. Uh, we actually just 
talked about this uh, a lot in our practice, and we had our quarterly team meeting a couple weeks ago, and so we really dove into patient adherence. And so a lot of the issues that you we see a lot of chiropractors have is, is you don't want long treatment care plans, right? Like you think patient adherence is, you know, patient retention of like getting them to come in for six months straight for the same condition, right? That's not what this is. You can develop a really good ethically based treatment plan and do things to try to get them to adhere to that. And so we hit that hard in a lot of stuff we talk about. You treat and release. It's fine. We all should treat and release. But at the same time, what are you releasing on? A lot of evidence-based chiropractors or evidence-informed chiropractors, whatever you want to name it, uh, are function-based, movement-based, injury prevention, injury resilience, performance. But then they use pain as the decision maker of releasing a patient after three visits. Did you really fix the underlying problem or the dysfunction or the movement pattern? Are they now injury resilient and not going to have it reoccur in three months? Right. So there's a big issue with that. You got to make sure that you have a good treatment plan. Phase one, phase two, maybe, you know, like get out of pain. And then once I, you're out of pain, hopefully you get that done quickly. We can uh, start to have fun and I can do some manual therapy that I couldn't do before because you had pain. And we can start really adding on some more intermediate and advanced rehab stuff that you couldn't do before because of your pain. So we're selling them short. You think maintenance care is useless, right? Um, I kind of like reframing it. We call it perform optimal performance care in our practice. And we're the, and I mentioned this before, we're the training room for your life. And we're trying to make sure they're optimally performing in work, life, and sport, whatever that may be for them, however often that might be for them. But we try to have a nice sit down conversation on the benefits of having work done, you know, whether it's once a month or if they're training really hard for something, it's once a week or once every other week. There's a lot of variables that you can handle clinically. I'm not here to tell you what that would be. But Optimal performance care is a great way of keeping people healthy, putting out fires, and having some sustainability in your practice. You don't want to hound patients, right? That's another one I think a lot of people uh, are concerned about with patient adherence. Um, and there's a very elegant way of having great patient adherence, and it doesn't mean calling up the patient five times you know, trying to convince them to come back in when they left. So that's something I think a lot of people struggle with as well. And then ultimately your communication, you know, you're not willing to look the patient in the eye and, and have conviction with what they need, what they need to get better, uh, what you recommend and confidently saying that to them. And so patient adherence is definitely a problem in achieving our dream outcome. Number four, fair reimbursement. You know, I, I get it. It's not the same as it was in the 1980s and 1990s. Insurance just doesn't pay us what we're worth. Um, I do know many great practices that are in network with insurances and built great systems around that. Uh, one of our associate coaches, Kurt Kimmenberger, is one of those. Um, just a phenomenal practice and in network in Missouri, and it's not one of those states that pays well with insurance. So you can definitely do it, right? But I know that's that's definitely a struggle. There's no doubt about it, right? Um, you may not feel comfortable charging more. And we just recently had a post about that in, in the Facebook group, um, in the MCM Facebook group there. And 
And that's a thing, right? And so you may have a poverty mindset. You may project your psych, money psychology on your patient base. And so you have a hard time charging more. I, I get it. But um, there, there's nothing wrong with charging what you're worth. Fair reimbursement, you know, can be a problem when you're spending a lot of time with patients. It's hard to find good reimbursement, right? Like if if I said to you, you know, if you're spending 30 minutes with a patient, you know, I think you're worth $250 an hour. That means you have to charge $125 a visit, every visit, right? That's hard. Some people do it. Um, it can be done, but I get it. That, that's, that's a challenge for you. So that's where we try to make sure that that hourly capacity math works. And you just tweak the, how many people can you see in an hour? How much time you're spending with it? How much you're charging? How much you're getting reimbursed with insurance? Some of you are running a, a model of care that is just absolutely incongruent with insurance reimbursement. Uh, you're in network with insurance and you're spending 20 minutes with a patient. It just doesn't add up, unfortunately. If you're concerned if you charge more, you'll be slow. And those are, those are legitimate struggles. So I get it. Fair reimbursement. Is, is a problem that, that we're seeing um, in this dream outcome goal. Five is burnout, right? You're seeing more patients and you're making less money. And that's not fun. And that's a reality, especially some of my older docs that have been doing this for a long time. Reimbursement is continuing to go down. So you're seeing more patients and making less money. You're burned out. You don't have time to do the networking, the marketing, all the things to grow practice. You're like, how do I possibly grow this practice when I have no time to do anything else? And that becomes a burnout possibility, right? You're always reactive in your marketing or networking, right? Like you're busy and then you stop doing it and then you're slow and then you react. You don't have something in place where you consistently have marketing. And what I harped on over the last seven, six, seven years of having modern chiropractic marketing is you have to be consistent in your marketing. That's what works. Okay. Your practice is stressing you out in general and you're just overall very stressed about it. It's anxious. Uh, you're anxious. It's, you know, there's just a lot of things that can be challenging for sure. If you're new to practice, like if you're kind of early on in this whole thing, there's an interesting book and you don't have to go read it. It's a very dense read, but Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. And in that book, it's interesting. He talks about there's two kind of ways of, of thinking, right? And there's, um, there's this kind of level one and level two. I might be using the word, the wrong word level. Um, but ultimately, one is where it's just automatic, right? Two plus two is four. That is just easy. And then level two thinking is more of where you have to really start grinding your gears to think through it, right? Uh, 25 times 126, right? Okay, I got to right, start thinking through that one. That's that you know, deep thinking part of it. And in practice, you find like, if you get, you've been doing this for a long time, a lot of you are just right in that level one thinking, it's smooth, and every so often you get hit with a, a level two, and it's like, oh, okay, got to do that. You hate it when it's at like 5.30 at night, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? 
And so if you're younger in a practice, unfortunately, you're grinding gears into that level too. And um, really, it's burnt, it, it's hard. The good news is for you, you'll get, it'll get better. Okay, you won't be grinding your gears as much. So some of you are definitely in that phase. And that can feel like, heck, I'm only three years into this, how am I ever going to deal with this forever? Because this is just, you know, this critical thinking is just killing me. It's going to get better. But if you're a seasoned doc and, you know, you've got all these things and you're too busy with all the stuff, you don't have time for anything, your brain's having a hard time thinking with patients, you're thinking about other things when you're with patients, you're just kind of all over the place, um, you know, you got to be careful. And we want to avoid some of this burnout. The great thing is, is if you're going to achieve this kind of dream outcome for yourself, and yours might be a little different than what I stated, um, you know, you're really going to be able to have the longevity in this practice, right? And, you know, and with the dream outcome that I mentioned, again, just to reiterate, self-managing practice that is very profitable, first-class care, and allows you to only do the things you love to do, it's kind of a general statement. Like for me, it was exiting patient care, and I achieved that. For you, it may not be that. For you, it may just be like, I want to do, I want to treat patients and do notes. Treat patients and do notes. You may want to practice part-time, you know, two or three days a week. Great. You might be one of those, you know, outgoing, gregarious people, and you love to get in the community network, and that's all you want to do. You want to have doctors run the practice, and you're just out building relationships. That could be it too, right? There's a lot of ways you can slice it, but I think what I stated as the dream outcome really is a good summary for everything. You can just fit it right into there. Number six is business decision-making. You know, a lot of us just aren't classically trained in business and don't have the expertise in that. And a lot, a lot of you don't know how to make accurate business decisions, right? It, it's not easy. And having someone to help you out with that is very helpful, right? Um, you may struggle with financial decisions on how to invest into growth, what to charge, right? There's a lot of financial decision-making that need to go into this. You think business and healthcare don't mix, right? Uh, I, I love the, the idea that as a doctor, one of the things that's great business is having an optimal patient experience. That's great business. From there, you're compelling people. You're not having to convince people. And so being good at business as a doctor doesn't mean you're a shark, okay? You may know nothing about business, and that's fine. There's always time to learn, right? So business decision-making is definitely one of those struggles that I'm seeing. Number seven is cash flow confidence, right? You never have a lot of profit, and you don't, have to, you don't know how to have a lot of profit. You don't even know what good profit looks like. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, cost of doing business is high. Inflation is a real you-know-what right now, and I get it. You don't have enough revenue in general, so it's hard to have good profit margins when you don't have enough revenue. You don't even know what good revenue would be. I'm actually working through this. I'm kind of like reverse engineering what would it look like? What's the amount of money, revenue, kind of baseline to then have a really, like a good team, like a team like a, a really good front desk, a really good CA, and yourself. So a three-person team, I feel like, is the nuclear team for a chiropractic practice. And what would it look like to have that team, a nice office space, 
uh, be able to have profit every month, be able to reinvest and, and grow. So I'm kind of doing a whole little project on reverse engineering that aspect of it. So that's been fun so far. You, you know, the cash flow confidence part is you may just have a poor hourly financial capacity, right? And that is how many patients can you see in an hour and how much do you charge per patient? If you can see three in an hour and you charge 60, that's $180 an hour. It's probably not enough. If you're in a very small town, it might be. If you're in a suburb or, you know, more expensive, probably not going to be enough. All right. Number eight, team development, which I just kind of touched on. You have trust issues. Some people don't build a team because you have trust issues. You can't afford a front desk. You, you know, you're trying to afford yourself a little of the front desk. You can't afford a CA. You can't afford an associate, right? To have this dream outcome, you're going to have to have a team around you, and you don't know where to start on that. You don't have an adequate training program for team members. You don't even know how to do that. Hard to find good talent, and they're expensive, right? Those are some of the things I'm hearing, some of the struggles. Definitely definitely a reality. And then lastly, number nine, space and equipment. A lot of you are renting a room from a gym. It's fine. That's what I did. Did it twice. Rented a room for an orthopedic office, but I always knew I had to get out of there. Had to graduate to the next level. Space can be one of the biggest hindrance to growth. You don't have enough treatment rooms to grow and you need more equipment. Uh, you have some bottlenecks with equipment or don't have the ideal equipment that you want for your ideal uh, patient experience, right? And so those are nine problems that I'm seeing, right? And you're you're probably asking yourself, what are the solutions for that? Um, you know, that would be a probably a 26-part podcast episode if I were to do that. But instead, you know, we've, we've had MCM Mastery, which has been the coaching for a few years now, and it's been awesome. Uh, and, and talking to chiropractors and that, obviously interviewing people on podcasts, going and to different cities and public speaking, talking to other chiropractors inside the Chiropractic Success Academy, inside Facebook group, just a lot of people I talk to, which has been something that I forget where I heard this, but I feel like my role um, in, in helping chiropractors out is that I'm in a unique position to kind of collect and catalog resources that will help you grow. And, and that's been my goal in all of this. And one of the things that I started to realize as I talked to, especially coached a lot of chiropractors, is I would coach them on all these things, like all the solutions to all these problems. And a lot of it would help. And we've had such great results, which, which has been awesome. But then on the on the marketing side of things, they would start to understand and get marketing and, and open to it. But going back to that too busy part of this whole thing is they were just too busy to consistently do the marketing, right? Um, and we kept on hearing that and kept on hearing that. And, you know, we, we looked at that. And so a lot of people don't realize this, but back in June, so what is that, four months ago, we completely transformed MCM Mastery. And we've, I mean, we really transformed it, but we only did it to, at the time, we had 24 one-on-one -on -one clients that I had, and we transformed them into this new model, which I'm going to explain now and how this benefits everybody. And then we ultimately 
like some of the ones that naturally re, like chiropractors that naturally reach out to me, we onboarded this to them as well. So now we're up to 30 clients that are in this particular model. And so what it is, is we actually are now doing your marketing um, production and distribution, right? And so we ask for you to shoot four videos and send them to us. And we even train you on all that stuff. And we, we, you send them to us and then we actually brand them for your practice, your color scheme, logo, information. We edit and produce the videos. So it's four raw videos sent to us and now they're beautiful and they're you, you're the talent. And in a nutshell, we took the struggle or problem of being able to do and produce and distribute all the marketing and now we're allowing you to just be the talent or be the subject matter expert. And then once we produce those videos, we put it on your YouTube channel for you. We put all the descriptions on YouTube, all that stuff. It, all, all that is handled. We also distribute it through your Facebook business page, your Instagram. We send out the weekly email for you. We take your videos and we turn it into one really good blog every month. We put that blog on your, it goes on your website. Your YouTube video goes into the blog. We Google my business post for the blog, right? A blog is sent out as an email. We've also contracted with Darcy Sullivan to where every other month you get a very robust blog that's just completely SEO rich. And that goes on your website. And that also is distributed out as well through all these channels. And so now you just schedule out a short period of time, uh, you know, shoot the videos, get them to us, and then everything else is taken care of. So now your practice has marketing. We've had some clients that have associates. And so the associates are helping out as a subject matter expert. And so that's been great. And so we're really taking the marketing from you. So you don't have to do all that. But it's not canned content. It's unique to you. It's a higher value because you're the subject matter expert, but it's branded to you as well. And so uh, we felt like it was a huge need for chiropractors. And now we've realized like we, for the space of evidence-informed chiropractors, we're in a unique situation here where we're offering you a combination of coaching and marketing done for you. And no one really, no one's doing that. And so there's really four aspects of what MCM Mastery is now. And one is what I just laid out for you. Um, you the talent, we do everything else. The second is, is it's a group coaching program. And it's been, a, it's just an, the last four months of the group coaching has just been amazing. We offer two calls a week, the Tuesdays and Wednesdays, different times. And they are the Tuesday and the Wednesday call are the same material. So you hop on one of those. We ask that you make two of those a month, but each week is something different. And then we have it really organized well to, you have all the recordings and homework and access on a nice Google sheet that you, if you miss a call or, or whatever. Uh, but we ask that you make at least two of those per month. And what's been cool about it is, since I've been able to step away from patient care, I've had a lot more time to really do some deep work and make these coaching calls very detailed and plan them out. 
and provide the information. But then it's been great to have anywhere from six to 15 people on these calls. And everybody, we break out, you can do like small group Zoom breakouts. We do that. We're in a large group, a lot of ideas being bounced around. You're not left on an island. And so it's been amazing to tackle these problems that I just laid out in today's show um, via these coaching, these group coaching calls. And so one is, is you get the marketing production and distribution. Two is the group coaching calls. Three is, is if you need anything individual, like with Kurt Kippenberger, um, with some of our other experts, Jesse, who is our really our kind of marketing integrator. He handles a lot of making sure that him and our marketing, uh, our actual marketing coordinator, you know, so he's the integrator. We got it. We have a marketing coordinator, Anthony, and they're working a lot. You like you have an onboarding call with him to make sure that that whole distribution and production and distribution is, is handled, but he's got some great insights on stuff. We set you up with some other experts. If it's something particular, uh, you have access to me through Voxer email if we have to hop on a phone call to like put out a fire, there's that. So there's some individual aspects to this as well. Uh, the group coaching call is, is definitely the substance of the coaching. And then being able to tease out some of the things or um, put out some fires, we, we do that as well. And then the fourth is the Chiropractic Success Academy is now part of this. And that has everything from the digital dashboard, which has marketing planners and event calendars, practice analytics sheets, indicator scorecards, like all of your tracking and planning. So like how you, you know, you'd want to build out your campaigns for the quarter. And then from there, you can tease it out through the editorial calendar. Okay, campaign on headaches. We're going to shoot these four videos. This is going to be our blog. This is what's going on on email. And so now you've got documented, planned, proactive marketing through the dashboard and you have everything else that comes along with CSA, which is the, the, the actual, uh, academy, which is a bunch of lessons. So now your practice has attached to it, um, trainings and playbooks and lessons on this, you know, like, Oh, how do I do a tag on MailChimp? Boom. We got a lesson on that. How do I understand finances for this? Here's a lesson for that, right? So just a, a chalk full of information, there's a closed Facebook group with CSA that's great. And there's a bunch of other stuff which you could access as well. And so now it really is all four things lumped in together to, to really solve these problems for you and try to have accountability and, and a plan and ultimately free you up to do the things that are going to really grow your practice. And that's why uh, ultimately we designed this um, the way we did. Now, like I mentioned, we're at 30 members right now. Um, it's when this comes out, it's like mid late October, we can only really take on 15 people at, right now through at the end of the year, because there is an onboarding, like when people that sign up, there's an onboarding call with me, there's an onboarding call with Jesse, then we get your content going, there's a whole thing that we do. And so we really only going to take another 15 for the rest of this year. And it's a great time for you to join us because we're going to be really diving in and you can get onboarded fully before 2023 starts and just make it a phenomenal year to grow. And so we're looking to take this small group, really integrate you into the current uh, members we have and get you fully. I mean, you, you would get going before 2023, but now it really rolls out to where you're fully set up and, and, and just feeling confident 
for 2023 because I think it's going to be a growth year for a lot of people. Uh, we're going to be diving into a lot of things for growth and even overcoming inflation as well. And so that's something that we're keeping in our uh, top of mind as well. So if you're interested, first, you know, to find out more information, you can go to modernchiropracticmarketing.com and you'll see a tab that says MCM Mastery. The new information is actually on there and there's a video you can also watch that goes through some of it, but I've, I've given you a pretty good details on it. And so you can do that. And for the 15 that do sign up for this, there are going to be some bonuses and you're going to get a full Google profile audit from Darcy Sullivan as well. Uh, I'm going to review your website. You're going to get a, a video that Grant Elliott was kind enough to produce for us. Uh, it's kind of meta. He he produced the video on how to how to really shoot a great video. It's a video on how to shoot video. And so that's a great training tool that we give to new members as well. You'll have a financial call with me. Okay, so we dive into some finances. We're going to schedule a handful of times for that particular call. And if you're already a member, you'll have access to that as well. And then lastly, you're going to be in time for a really detailed, full 2023 marketing plan. I used to take on like six or seven clients just to do, you know, marketing planning for the year coming up in December. Uh, I'm not going to be doing that anymore, just too busy with my members of MCM Mastery. But we're going to do that for our Mastery members this year as well. So that's what you get, you know. All four of those things I mentioned, plus these bonuses, and we're offering it at a rate that's just, in my opinion, we, we could charge double. And so it's $749 a month, $749 a month for this. If you're already a CSA member, uh, we take that in consideration. So it's the $650 a month, right? So uh, if you're a CSA member, it's $650 a month. If you're not, it's $749, and it includes the CSA. And from there, you are going to have a very comprehensive uh, team around you, you're plugging us into your practice to help grow. And so check out modern chiropractic marketing, go to MCM mastery, watch that video. If you need more information, read through there, and then schedule a call with me uh, on the website, very easy to find where you fill out a form, I get that email directly, I send you a, a 30 minute free console call link, where we talk about it. And and then answer any of your questions, and then we go from there with it, okay? And so we've basically designed a new MCM mastery to tackle this problem uh, of just being too busy, too burned out, not making it enough, and ultimately not having the practice and financial situation that you want while making sure you're still putting care first. I mean, you know, I'm a clinician at heart. I think you know that. Uh, one of the things that I was having dinner with Rich Ulm uh, when I was in Ohio last weekend, uh, speaking at the Ohio conference, and, you know, Rich only knew me as the marketing person. And I was kind of telling him my background with all the sports and everything I've done clinically. Like I built my foundation of my career as a clinician working with athletes. And so I get it like that's the table stakes, but there's no reason why you can't put great business, marketing, communication and finances around it and have a great life. And that's our massive transformative purpose here at MCM and MCM Mastery in particular. And so I hope you consider joining us, check out the information, schedule a call with me 
And again, we are limiting it to 15 for this year to get going, to make sure we onboard you appropriately. We feel great about it. We beta tested it, like I said, with our current 30 members over the last four months. I didn't want to just roll it out to a bunch of people. I wanted to make sure we ironed out the kinks and we've done that. We've gotten great feedback from our members. And if you're a member and listening to this now, I appreciate everything you've done to help make this uh, as quality as it is. And so I hope you will consider joining us if you haven't in the past. That is it for this week's episode. But before you leave, check us out at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com for all kinds of free resources such as blogs and the podcast episodes. We've got online courses. You can check out the Chiropractic Success Academy there, which is an amazing online coaching system for you at a very affordable monthly rate. Uh, There's a free online course on the modernchiropracticmarketing.com website, so check that out. If you're interested in some one-on-one coaching, we can do that as well. We have all kinds of resources for you there, and we would also truly appreciate if you could rate and review this podcast if you're getting valuable information out of it. I can't thank you enough, and we'll see you next week.